Welcome back, Warrior Kids. My name is Pam Palmiter, and I'm the host of the Warrior Kids podcast, which, as you know by now, is taped before our famous live studio audience cricket. I'm a Mi'kmaq professor who has created this podcast to celebrate everything Indigenous and work with Warrior Kids to help make the world a better place. If that sounds like something you'd like to do, then join us here every Wednesday, or sometimes every second Wednesday, and learn some really cool things along the way. Happy New Year, Warrior Kids! I've been so excited to do our first podcast for 2021, just so that I can share some great news with you all. Our Warrior Kids podcast won the Mom's Choice Awards. Isn't that awesome? The Mom's Choice Awards picks the best products created for kids, families, and educators, like podcasts or books, for example. They choose products that they think will promote goodwill in the world. And that's literally our motto here at Warrior Kids Podcast. Education for action, to make the world a better place. But honestly, I have all of you, the listeners, to thank for this award. Because I wasn't really sure if anyone liked our Warrior Kids podcast until I received beautiful artwork from Sage in Los Angeles that I could put on our website. Until I saw Hudson from Alberta looking super cool in our Warrior Kids podcast t-shirt. Or when I saw Spencer not only wearing the Warrior Kids podcast t-shirt, but also wearing an extra super happy smiley face. It also made me really happy to hear that Benjamin and Amara love our show and that Benjamin especially likes the Turtle Island episode. And, of course, all of the likes and shares on social media from Warrior Kids, parents, and educators really helps to increase the number of listeners that we have. So really, because of you... Our podcast won the Mom's Choice Awards, is part of the Kids Listen family of children's podcasters, and our show was played at the Imaginative Festival that celebrates Indigenous podcasters. It really means a lot to our Little Warrior Kids podcast team. Walalan. Walalan means thank you in Mi'kmaq. So, Walalan. Thank you to each and every one of you. Yes, Cricket, okay. Even Cricket is saying thank you in his own special way. I feel like we are starting this new year off on the right foot. Okay, Cricket. Starting off on the right foot and the right paw. Oh my goodness. And if you don't have feet or paws, but you just slither around like our snake, then starting off the new year right... Hmm... What do I call it when you only slither around? Starting off the new year on the right, hmm, belly? I mean, they do slither around on their bellies, right? Okay, foot, paw, or belly, whatever you choose, we are starting off this new year right here at Warrior Kids Podcast. And I hope that you all had a really nice holiday break. I know I did. It was so nice to sleep in a little bit and even hang around in my pajamas. Did any of you do that? 
Or am I the only one who hung around the house in my pajamas and big fluffy slippers on some of the holidays? Did you know that some dogs like jammies during the holidays? Yes, it's totally true. Some dogs, and I think you know which dog I'm referring to, likes to lay around on our jammies when no one is looking. That's right, you figured out the furry culprit. It's Cricket. Cricket, our loving Springer Spaniel, is very talented at sniffing around the house and searching everywhere until he eventually finds someone's jammies. And once he finds them, he bunches them up in a pile, turns around in circles, and then plops down on the jammies to sleep the day away. Oh yes, it's totally true. It's so true, in fact, that you won't even hear Cricket bark a denial. Yeah, see what I mean? No barking denials from Cricket. Do any of you have experience with very sneaky dogs finding your jammies, your socks, or even your shoes and sleeping on them? There are times when my youngest son will come upstairs and his jammies are so full of dog hair that he looks like he's wearing a fur coat. But Cricket is part of our family, so we love him, even though sometimes we can't find our jammies. Speaking of family, did you know the word for family in Mi'kmaq sounds almost identical to the word Mi'kmaq? Yeah, we say Mi'kmaq to refer to my family or my relatives. In fact, that's how my nation came to be known as the Mi'kmaq, because we referred to our family as Mi'kmaq. And it sounded so close that they just called us Mi'kmaq. Of all the words we have learned here on Warrior Kids Podcast, this one should be the easiest to remember. Mi'kmaq, my family. And if we ever wanted to say his or her family, we would say Mi'kmaq. So, I am Mi'kmaq. I love my Mi'kmaq family. And he loves his Mi'kmaq family. Mi'kmaq, Mi'kmaq, Mi'kmaq. I feel like pretty soon you're all going to be speaking better Mi'kmaq than I am. There are lots of words that I still have to practice because some of them I find really hard. But for at least today, we have three easy words where you really only have to change the first letter of each word. Mi'kmaq, Nigma, and Wi'kmaq. And there are no better words to learn today for this episode because today we're talking about families. I love to talk about families because, well, I love my family. I think what I love most about families in general is that everyone's family is different. When I was younger, I couldn't wait to go to my friends' houses just to see what their family was like. Some families have a mom and dad and kids, and other families have just a mom and maybe just one kid. And some families have moms, dads, grandparents, and even great-grandparents. In many traditional Native families, sometimes we have multiple moms and dads in one family. And you might be thinking, what? How is that possible to have multiple moms? Well, for some of us, we consider our birth mothers and all of our aunties and our cousins who helped to raise us 
to be like moms. And in some of our native cultures, we even call them mom. And it's the same for our dads. Our uncles and cousins who helped raise us or protect us, we call dad. So depending on how big your family is, you could have like five moms. I once traveled to a Cree First Nation with my friend and we visited many different homes in his community. And at every home we visited, an older woman would open the door and greet us and greet my friend as her son. And I was thinking, wait a second, there's no way he has that many moms. But when I asked him, he said he does have that many moms. And in fact, he was adopted into other families as well through Cree tradition. So, he has his birth mom, all his auntie moms, his granny moms, and all of his moms from the families that adopted him. Isn't that amazing? He told me that when he was younger, he could go to any of his mom's houses anytime to have tea and bannock or even a whole meal. What some of his Cree moms told me was that they truly loved and cared for my friend like he was their actual son because to their mind, he was. They felt a strong duty to care for him and protect him as he was growing up. I think that might be one of my favorite parts about so many native cultures, that your family can just be so big. In my own nation, the Mi'kmaq nation, some of my friends' parents were not around, so they were raised by their grandparents or their aunties, and that was their family. In other cases, I have friends from different First Nations or tribal communities who live with their parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and even some of their nieces and nephews who were adopted along the way, like all in one house. Some of the best meals I ever had is when I visited these families and everyone sits around the table or the coffee table or on the couch and on the floor, wherever they can find a spot, eating good food and telling stories. Sometimes it's so noisy from everyone laughing and talking that I can hardly hear myself think. Sadly though, some of my friends didn't have parents or grandparents to help raise them because maybe their parents were sick or their grandparents had passed away. So they lived in foster homes or were adopted by new families. Some of them were not adopted, but they were cared for by family friends or members that were in our community. And in all of these situations, these are all families. Families don't have to all look the same to be a family. I used to be a little bit confused about that when I was a child. But one of my Mi'kmaq elders explained to me that family is not only those who you are related to by birth, but it also includes all those people with whom you have a family relationship. And I think that's a nice way of looking at family, that it is about relationships, no matter how they're formed. That also means that Family can include anyone you want it to, people you care about, people who've helped look after you in some way, and even your best friends can be family. My best friend Sonia and I consider ourselves as much sisters as we do friends, even though I'm from the Mi'kmaq Nation 
and she's from the Woolastook Nation. And you want to hear something really special? Because I love her like one of my sisters, my whole family loves her too. That is how our families get so big in Native communities, because we love so many people. That special Mi'kmaq elder also explained to me that our family is more than just those that are living today. Our family also includes all of those parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, and cousins that passed away. She explained to me that their love is always with us, no matter how small our living family might be. Sometimes we might even look like our grandmother, or we might be good at sports like our great-grandfather, or we can sing like our aunties from 200 years ago. What this elder taught me is that we are always surrounded by the love of our ancestors, all of our family members who have passed away. And that makes me really happy to think about. When you think about it, it means that my family is super duper ginormous and that I am surrounded with a gazillion billion tons of love. <laughs> okay, Cricket, don't worry. I wasn't going to forget you. In case you didn't guess already, Cricket wants me to remind everyone that pets can be part of our families as well. I should have actually said this at the beginning because I know lots of people who have cats, dogs, and even birds as pets and consider them family members. How many of you have pets? Do you hug and kiss them? Do you take good care of them? Well, it sounds to me like you consider your pets part of your family too. One of my favorite Mi'kmaq stories about the love of families is called The Boy and the Whale. Do you remember that story? Yeah, that's right. That's the story that I read to you in our last Warrior Kids podcast of 2020. What I really like about that story and other Mi'kmaq stories is that they always have a moral to them, a value that reflects who we are as Mi'kmaq peoples. There's one thing I can say for sure. Mi'kmaq peoples are all about family in all its different shapes, sizes, and configurations. Well, warrior kids, I feel like I might have talked a lot today. It's just that it's been so long since we last hung out that I just felt like talking, talking, and talking. But I also think that we learned a lot today, too. We learned that some sneaky dogs who will remain unnamed think you know who I mean, steel jammies to use as cushions to sleep on. <laughs> yes, that's right, Cricket. We were talking about you. We also learned that in some Native families, we have lots of people we call mom and dad, including our aunties, uncles, and even our cousins. And we learned that families are about relationships, and our families can be big or small, we can be related to them through birth or adoption. And families can even include friends and pets. But I have to say that my favorite thing that we learned today is not only the Mi'kmaq word for thank you, which is walalin, but the Mi'kmaq word for my family, Nigamah, and the Mi'kmaq word for his or her family, Wigamah. Mi'kmaq, Nigamah, Wigamah. 
So, Warrior Kids, what can you do to help celebrate families? Well, we can tell our parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, cousins, friends, and pets that we love them. We can dance around the house practicing the Mi'kmaq words, Mi'kmaq, Nigamaw, and Wi'kmaq. Or maybe you can draw a picture of your family and send it to us so we can post it on our website. Aha! I've got an even better idea. You might choose to draw a picture of the boy and the whale story about families. You get to choose whatever you want. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, that we have one or two special teddy bears wearing teddy bear-sized Warrior Kids podcast t-shirts to give away for the most amazing artwork we receive about families. Your parents can help you contact us from our website on www.warriorkidspodcast.com or they can email us directly at warriorkidspodcast at hotmail.com. Happy New Year, everybody! Thank you all for listening, learning, and acting. Till next time, later gators. (laughs) 